This is a Gulf Stories moment, made possible by the University of West Florida Innovation Institute. Hi again, everyone, and thank you for joining us for another Gulf Stories Moment. My guest today, Dr. Athena Dupre, a distinguished university professor from the Communications Department at the University of West Florida. And today we're talking about communications in the world of healthcare, specifically communicating with your healthcare provider. Dr. Dupre, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Thank you, Christian. Glad to be here. I know that healthcare communication is a topic that is near and dear to your heart. You've written about it a lot. Is this something, communicating with a healthcare provider, is this something that people have particular difficulty with? I think so, and probably we've all had that experience, even for a minor concern. What is it specifically about communicating with a healthcare provider that does tend to tie people's tongues? You know, I think there's so many factors that pile up on us. First of all, we might be a little afraid, a little embarrassed. We're in an unfamiliar setting. The language is different. The other person has a high status. They're probably something we, somebody that we really respect. I often say it's sort of like going up to a celebrity you really admire and saying, first thing. You know, I have this weird little spot on my neck, and I think it might be cancer. We just don't do that. No, we don't. Yeah. When you, mm-hmm. when, and well, so let's pick up right there, because, you know, you've hit on what I was going to ask about next, is you as a patient might be dealing with something that you find very frightening, and maybe don't even want to say the words like cancer out loud, or perhaps you've got something that's embarrassing that you don't want to talk to another person about. You know, we've all been in those situations. How do you tackle that? What do you do? It's such a tough one. You know, experts often suggest that before we see a health provider, we really think to ourselves, what is it that concerns me physically and what's my emotional need? And sometimes the emotional need is actually more important. They may address your concern, but if you leave thinking, I'm still afraid, I'm still afraid maybe that was cancer, or I'm afraid that I've, I've done something wrong, or I didn't care for my child adequately. Mm. It's sometimes the difference between feeling better physically but still being in torment. And so it's so tough. But rehearsing many times, here's, here's what I'm experiencing and here's what I'm feeling. So I do have this funny lump and I'm really afraid it's cancer. A hard thing to say, but probably gets you a lot better outcome. It's, uh, the, the idea of rehearsing is, is interesting because it's not one that naturally comes to mind when you think about talking to a physician, but it does make perfect sense. It's like practice saying that stuff, and then it just feels very natural when you actually get the moment face-to-face uh, with a physician. So you mentioned a, a bump on your arm. Or, you know, what about the moments where we all have things, and, and sometimes we easily discount them. It's like, well, my arm's been hurting for a while, but that's probably nothing. Do you find that, too, where, where patients feel like, I don't want to bothered the doctor with this, and they sort of self-diagnose, and maybe you're making a mistake in doing so? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's so much detective work involved in figuring out a diagnosis. I had a friend one time who was experiencing, he was a very young guy, experiencing rapid hearing loss. The specialist could not figure out why. He walked into his ear, nose, and throat specialist one day, and he was limping. And the doctor said, how long has that been going on? Turns out it was an issue with cartilage that was affecting his knee. And his ear. Which is probably not the kind of thing that a layperson might connect. Who would ever Mm, think? You know, one of the things that we recommend is make a list of the physical things that you're experiencing and rank order them based Mm. on what you're most concerned about or is most intense. You may not talk about all of those things. You probably won't. But it may be a list of clues. A health provider may scan that and see something you wouldn't know is important. 
Last thing I want to ask is health care providers have a language all their own, as you said off the top. I know I've been in the doctor's office and they say things and I'm like, I'm not really sure what they're telling me. What do we do? Because we don't want to bug them. Do we just keep asking? Do we make notes and Google it later? What's the smartest thing to do there? I mean, it is often what we do is try to make a mental note and Google it. And there's a lot of information online that may or may not be reliable. I often say in the moment, if you feel like asking another question will help you understand, ask another question, take a note if you can record it. If you feel like I'm just too emotional, um, use a patient portal. Many health providers, you can send them an email. You can post a question. You can say, can I come back later when I've thought about this? Bring somebody who can take notes for you. Great information and advice from Dr. Athena Dupre, Distinguished University Professor at the University of West Florida, talking about communicating with your health care provider. Doctor, thank you so much. Thank you. For more Gulf Stories moments, visit wuwf.org slash podcast or go to the podcast page of npr.org.